Welcome to episode 167 of CGM's Pixels and Inks podcast. And uh, this table is really full today. Yeah. I also wasn't here last week. Who missed me? Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Thanks, Strathan. I, I, I actually always miss you, Mel. Yeah, it was just one last person making fun of me. So. I wake up in the, I wake <laughs> up in the morning. Cody needs a protector. <laughs> he has a banana protector. He doesn't most, need any more than that. Most of the it's banana <laughs> armor now, okay? Yeah, most so, of the podcast was me crying about you not being there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I was sad. I wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, Mel, where are you? <laughs> poor, we have a guest of honor and the poor guy can't get a word in his Okay, by the way, Brent, when you're sitting on this podcast, just... Be loud and talk yeah, over people. Fight for it. Be exactly. loud and talk fight. over people. Yeah. I'll find a way, I guess. So, um, this is Brent Block. Brental Floss. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Out there we, in podcast land. We Hello. We kidnapped him from New York purely to do this podcast. Yeah, but it was a really nice soft bag that you put of over course. your shoulder with me in it. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Very politely Canadian. It was yeah. real velour. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not this velveteen <laughs> shit. Oh, by the way, are we are we language barriered? Are we PG uh, I today? Ah, Phil swears all the yeah, time. I swear a lot. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've lowered the standards. We try, but yeah. like Phil breaks that rule all the time. Okay. Can't be helped. I love okay. it. Phil sees a lot of crappy movies and he, you know, Gotcha. Shitty like movies, Mel. Shitty movies. <laughs> use proper movies. use proper terminology. What's this? Sorry. Cynical critic? Is that how that works? You just yeah, he's a cynical critic. Cynical critic. I think you actually naturally become that after a while. I think that's yeah. I think happened to him. I, I think, think it's a natural progression. No, it's my childhood. Did we you start used off to his... like things at one point. <laughs> no, <laughs> it starts it starts off with caterpillar, and then you like, actually... wrap yourself in like movies, and you, you know, break out of the cynical battle butterfly. No, I get this a lot from you guys. I don't know if you know, I'm predominantly positive about the movies that I see. Are you? It's just that I'm more enthusiastic with my hatred, so it stands out more. Makes sense. Is that a double yeah. negative? Enthusiastic <laughs> hatred? <laughs> it's an oxymoron. Uh, is it? Okay, fine. I was just like, eh? Enthusiastic hatred. So if you can't tell already, we have Drekken. Yeah. Our esports guy. Woo. Frontal floss. Hi. Cody, the banana protector. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, the banana protector. Defender of <laughs> bananas. <laughs> Protector of tree fruit. Yeah, I'm down with that. The knight of bananas. (laughs) And film Phil. Film Phil. Actually does like movies, we just never get that from him. It's there somewhere. (laughs) 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 We're not going to really do news this week because there's so many of us and we want to talk about things other than news because we have I thought that's what we talk about on this though. I thought the whole point was news. Well, no, but okay... (laughs) We Cody showed guest. me something today that we have to talk about. Was his oh, yeah. banana protector? <laughs> I don't want to see God. his banana protector, thank Kappa. you. But first we can talk about, because um, I assume Phil has some news. Of course. So, Phil, did you see the Fantastic Four movie? Yes, I talked about it last week. Thanks for listening to the episode. He mentioned <laughs> it. <laughs> he said there's more rumors. The so. rumors, she yeah. said. Yeah, no, it's gotten uh, rough on the other. In fact, I just before I left the house, read that the Josh Trank, the director, has got a lawyer now because things are getting bad. Um, yeah, it's – well – I mean, there are a lot of horrible rumors. Around. I mean, the movie's a mess. The first half's interesting. Then at a certain point, you can tell it just turned into a committee project, and it gets pretty rough. But, yeah, no, there were a lot of rumors, like, flowing around when it when the movie's being made. Like, uh, people were saying uh, Josh Trank was really drunk and despondent. Anytime he did press, he always had the producer with him uh, doing the interview alongside him. There's a lot of weird stuff happened. And then right before the movie came out, he uh, tweeted that, I mean, he, he tweet, I forget the exact words, but it was basically along the lines of this movie was great a year ago and then it was taken away from me, <laughs> which you shouldn't do right before a movie comes out. And then yeah. the movie didn't do very well. So people aren't impressed. 
Um, and yeah, a lot I of am. spiral like things are coming out. I mean, his <clears throat> he's never gotten into into a lot of detail on it, but his side of it is just that the movie sort of got taken away from him. It wasn't, and uh, I've heard like some people say in his defense that like right before they started shooting, Fox told them that they couldn't do the three major action scenes oh, they were oh. supposed to do, and then. At a certain point, they reshot essentially the second half of the movie that he was there for because it would have been such horrible press to fire him and bring in someone else that they just wanted to sort of make it seem as though he did it. And then on his side, and then on their side, people are saying like the, a house that he was in, there was like $100,000 damage done too. He claims it was his dogs. Other people say other things. But yeah. do you cause $100,000 worth of damage to your hotel rooms when you travel? No. Is that something I'm going to have to cover later? I mean, I try, but I never quite get there. You need a dog. Um, need yeah, a dog I guess dog. that's that's how to do the most. You've been a, a dog does. Well, I mean, what if, if you get the dog drunk, that's how you do it. That's how you really rack up the damage. I've never been able to get that I, I've heard stories about dogs getting drunk. You hide really it in the dog really bones? No. Someone put down once. I, I had a friend who had some really horrible roommates, and they accidentally gave their dog vodka. How do you accidentally? Because they were idiots. That's, <laughs> That's how. A different bottle. But the thing is, the dogs were so thirsty they drank it anyway. Poop. Because then you have a horse. My poo eating dog, no, did not drink alcohol, as far as I know. My I mean, brother's how could he? dog, He's just so full of poo all the time. Yeah, exactly, no room for right? the booze. <laughs> Story of my life. Cody has a, a dog that he keeps, like he poops, and the, the stuff we learn about Cody is fantastic. This oh, is yeah. not, this is not okay, the first and time here's I've the thing too. Eating poop. This is you guys are. I actually, this, is, this is my first time. Yeah. There's the a fact lot, is, a lot like, of we can't break her from it. Yeah, yeah. And like the person that I bought her from was just like, oh yeah, I know her mother I did heard that about too. Them eating grass, but I didn't know they eat poop. Oh, yeah, There's poop. a product that I discovered that dogs eat their poop from this product. It was a large jar of pills you give your dog. I guess it's a it's an American it's product. Poop. But the, the thing is, the title you can Google this. The name of this brand is not clever. The name was, with uh, scattered hyphens, was No Poo Eat. And um, <laughs> I was like, well, is this a gag gift? And, like, you know, my friend's mom, I think this was in college, was like, nope. No, that's, uh, you know, Mitzi or whatever her name is. Mitzi uh, eats her poop. So this is what we give her so she wants. What stops? The problem like, is what's in the pill that stops the dog saying, oh, this is food? I imagine and it's this like, is the, like the drugs that uh, you take when you're quitting smoking that make smoking unbearably. So it's, uh, it's the enzymes of whatever is in poop that I they mean, like. I would think eating poop would not be super great for you in the first place, but maybe dogs are just resilient in the way we're yeah. Yeah. Be Well, it's not just her poop, it's the cat's poop, too. Oh, <laughs> so I'd a, have to give those pills to the cat. She's, she goes to the buffet. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, she just. Oh, my goodness. She's got some problems. <laughs> So, Phil, is there any other news? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep. I got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, movie news. I got a bunch of stuff. Um, all right. Oh, well, that uh, also, they it was confirmed this week that uh, Bill Murray is doing a part in the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh. Apparently, there's a bit in the script that was ri- written specifically for him. Like, his name was in the script. Like, um, in the Wasn't the he so adamant about not yeah. being a part of it? He was, but he's a nut, so you never can tell. So um, he'll, when he'll drop out in two weeks, and then he'll come yeah. back. No, he did it. He already did it. Yeah. Um, no, I guess the it's the... Yeah, I guess the bit in the script that was written for him, whether or not this is what he actually did, it's hard to say, but... Uh, is he plays like a uh, ghost hunter, like anti-paranormal investigator trying to debunk theories, and then he's got like a cheesy TV show. Wait, he's not that. playing as himself? Like it's no, nope. what's well, a new? Universe? Yeah, no, yeah, it's a total different. It's a reboot. Yes, but anyway, oh, he's there. They got him back, so that's something. That's a good sign. Well, they at least have like the oh. song and Ecto One yeah. and all that stuff. Well, it's also a good sign for the movie because he literally prevented this movie from getting made for about twenty years. Because um, there was a time before. 
they've it waits for them all to die off well, and then the way the con the way no the way the contract was laid out was there could be no Ghostbusters sequel unless Harold Ramis, Ivan Reitman, Dan Aykroyd, and Bill Murray all signed off on it, whether or not they were all involved. Or alive. Is yeah. Dead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them died. But Harold yeah. Ramis was always for it, but Bill Murray just wouldn't sign wouldn't wouldn't be in it, wouldn't sign for anything. So they should so have poisoned Bill one. Murray years yes, ago. That was the answer. Hmm. That's horrible, Mel. He's a gentleman and a scholar. Have you met him? Mm. Well, that's one parties? of my dreams in life. I hope so. I've 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 been in the same room as him, and I felt the magic. Yeah, but you didn't introduce like, yourself. <gasps> well, it was a screening, and he was up front, and like I couldn't like, <laughs> run. I couldn't like I couldn't like run to the front <laughs> of the room. Hearing a lot of Mr. Murray, you I wanted to meet you so much. You should have been. Hearing a lot of excuses and not Teasing a lot him? of uh, don't tease me, bro. Not a lot of facts. One day I'll meet him. Um, you mark my words on that. No. That, that was not a meeting opportunity. That was a seeing opportunity. That was a it's running a up different. to him and yelling his name and yeah. hugging him. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they had other people plan- planning on doing that and security preventing it from happening. So <laughs> Tease him before you reach wasn't my, yeah, my time. Gotta be fast, Phil. Wasn't my time. Yeah, I look like a real fucking speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> like a gazelle. Um, deprecation. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's in that, and that is great. Okay. Um, oh, this is a fun one. So, uh, it's because Sony is losing so much money on Pixels because it's horrible. Um, they Brent, hired... do you want to see Pixels? No, and let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah. Two words. One of them is Sandler. The other is Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, that's a movie that, you know, like, the short answer, or I'm trying to keep it short, is a movie, <laughs> like, like, the concept, while Futurama absolutely did it years mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. fine, it's it's cute concept, but it's like... When you throw in your Kevin James and your Adam Sandler, mm. no offense to those guys, but they ruin stuff. No. That's the only All person that wanted to, to see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the movie itself. Together. I'm pretty sure the movie itself was an offense to them. Hey, yeah. I went to see it because I like Kevin James and Adam Sandler, and they work together. Then you're part of the problem. I didn't like Pixels. You gave them money. I, no, mm. I saw it for free with Phil. I mean, oh, look. Okay. So as someone who does, you know, like I. I do sometimes on my YouTube channel, like essentially musical fanfics. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll like, like reimagining what if this thing happened in this way, and it's like a little mini movie of a what if this happened in a video game. So to me, the fact is, I and people I know and trust, you know, I'm not saying I should have been given the reins for a video game movie, but what I am saying is, there's this huge culture that's making such great stuff. Uh, Freddie Wong. All these people. I love Freddie. Uh, he's great. And, like, why didn't they go to him and go, hey, man, you've got millions and millions of views doing YouTube videos saying, like, hey, if video games came to life, they'd look like this. Instead, they give it to the Jack and Jill guy. I'm just saying it's a shame. <laughs> I want to see a full-length Rental Floss movie. It's true. One day. But, but anyway, the, the, what I was trying to say, not that I don't appreciate your commentary. Um, <laughs> he's but, here. Uh, he has to say something. He's I know, like, I know, no, that was good. Guest star, Rental Floss. He says five <laughs> words the entire podcast. I know. But uh, no, they, uh, so what happened was uh, Sony is losing so much money, they're desperately trying to fight piracy on it. You know what they could have done? They could have been a good movie. So what they, they did is have I, lost listen, money. You'll get no out. argument from me. But um, them an angry letter. They uh, yeah. they hired a like anti piracy firm. What? So like going, I guess they exist. <laughs> and what they did was they uh, last weekend took down um, 
like it was they clearly just didn't know what they were doing because they took down pretty well any video that just had like pixels in the title, including <laughs> like the trailer for the movie that should be out there to review. <laughs> so it was this whole stupid thing, and uh, I would yeah, love. So I would actually didn't love work. to meet the anti-privacy. I'd like. Could you imagine they sitting in a diner like you know what we should open an anti-privacy firm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know anything about privacy? Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's do it. <laughs> just take out anything that says so pixels. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so. that's. We went to see it two days before it opened, and they made us give them our cell phones. Yeah. What? <laughs> like for like, so we wouldn't bootleg it. You should been. You should have thanked them for not allowing you to mm-hmm. bootleg that crappy movie onto your phone. Yeah, yeah I would have yourself some space. I would have gotten swatted or something if I had done that. <laughs> Can you imagine? We don't, we don't get swatted here in Canada, Brent, because you know you don't we're smarter SWAT than teams. that. That's true. Mm-hmm. We, also, we if, actually you know, we don't. The RCMP would come. We do have an equivalent in SWAT teams. It's just you the need RCMP, reason yeah. to show up at someone's house and break Politely. down the door. No, not just no, they don't need, no, they don't need reason. They can no, come no, in. But yeah, but if I called them to tell them that you were up to something, they would actually look into it, not just show up at your house and break down your door. The RCMP would probably come riding in the horse. Mm-hmm. Knock through my door. i see that. <laughs> no, they do still do their thing, because one time when I was in high school, a bank got robbed yeah, they do near their my thing. high school, and they like shut it down, and the SWAT teams were running. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah, my friend's so. house actually died. It's happened. The SWAT team came to her house because her brother was selling pot, and they clicked <laughs> they kicked down the door, but they had reason because they yeah, had yeah. done that their research. Nasty first. pot. Yes. Destroying our society. You're making it sound like the American SWAT team is like the Punisher and they just drive <laughs> around going to kill people. Well, not that's not far off. Videos? It's just the Punisher has better reasons. They're yeah. bad, but um. they at least like they have phone calls that come to them at least. <laughs> like it's not American <laughs> SWAT not teams. The, the stereotype is often correct, which is SWAT teams <laughs> are like guys that would otherwise like to have guns and tanks and they're just waiting. For the moment they get to use them legally, they're like, all right, let's go do this. I'm like, that's a stereotype. Oh, for but sure. there is some truth to it. I oh, think. man. Oh, totally, totally. So but the movies aren't wrong. Oh, no, totally. But the no, way the no. way Mel is setting up is that they, like, drive around in these tanks just looking for trouble. No, day no, no. It's not out, so like much Mad looking Max. for trouble. It's more like I think that the kind of personality <laughs> oh, that totally, yeah. does this, particularly in the States, yeah. is, you know, especially in this day and age, like, grew up playing Call of Duty and went, wouldn't it be cool if I didn't have to actually leave this country oh, and yeah. I could just... Do that now and then. Oh yeah, and they just so spend most like, of their time sitting around waiting yeah. for an emergency with all the toys. Right, there's there, half an ounce so of weed in somebody's. There's half an ounce yeah. of weed in somebody's bathroom. Mm-hmm. Call the tanks, you know, mm-hmm. like. Man, sometimes right. when we hear these kind of conversations, it always makes me realize how ignorant I live in Canada. When I think, oh my god, everything is so nice and awesome and polite. But if I was to go to like the states, I'd probably yeah. get like. No, it's really it's mostly the same. It's mostly the same. You just have to basically go where people that are don't go there. I mean, look, the farther you are from any major highway or any major urban center, the more dangerous it is, unless you're a white idiot. Um, Mm -hmm. Trekkers should stay out of Florida, though. I I didn't know that they were still stay out of Florida. They do not like the color of your skin. There's a basically (laughs) there's like a thirty year window of progress and you can travel back 30 years mm-hmm. if you're like in oh God, like, like the middle of kentucky see i didn't know, see this is these are the kind of things i didn't know someone actually told me about the bible belt i learned about this a week ago I like i said I, I told you I'm, I, there's a bit of ignorance. do not go to the I bible did, I, belt. so yes that's what i learned about was i had yeah. meant a conversation and they were, you know, said that's don't go to the bible but i'm like what is the bible belt and i was like oh oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> to be fair why would you want to go uh, well, well, they do have delicious barbecue. From that's what I true. The food is great. Like, yeah. I heard the sa- uh, Colonel Sanders came from there. So, Kentucky, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, mysteries <laughs> revealed. Damn those herbs and spices. <laughs> 
man. Sorry, Phil. What was your next news story? No worries. No worries. That was great. Okay. Um, okay. Next one. Oh, this is a weird one. This isn't totally official yet, but it's pretty well on the line, which is the the Lego Batman movie, which we've discussed, where uh, it's going to be spin off from the Lego movie of Wilner at Batman, Michael Sarah, Robin. They uh, have a Joker. And it's it's a weird Mark one. Mark Hamill? No. No, no, no. no. Any other gu- any other guesses? Uh, Troy Baker. Nope. Oh my god, Troy oh, Baker. Well. <gasps> Good thinking. Good thinking. That's John DiMaggio. No, you're you're Kevin Conroy. No, guys need no. to be going in really different directions. Oh, okay, that's, that's Billy West. No, nope. that'd be good. Stuff. Who's playing the one in the Something Squad? Tony Jaa. Suicide Squad is, is Jared. Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. Perhaps perhaps for international release. Um, <laughs> Tony Stark. No, uh, it's Zach Galifianakis. I hope that's amazing. I hope he does it like behind two for or between well, two for. That's the thing is like he's hilarious, like a really he's hilarious and and he's really good at voices, but he doesn't really he hasn't really gotten much of a chance. To I like do his it. So beard. He must have something set up. Unfortunately, with it being a voice role, the beard's not going to play much. Well, I might, can't see this movie. You might hear some ruffling against the microphone, <laughs> perhaps, but that's as much as you're going to get. I, I've been saying recently that I think all DC movies should be kind of alt like this. I think this yeah. is a great idea because mm-hmm. DC has a hard time making canonical films mm-hmm. of their like hundred year old you know like herculean mythical characters yeah but if you always make it alt then it's always in its own little bubble of a universe instead of like this is now yeah the totally i think it's a mistake to go all, all world building the way that they are i think like there's Same. no reason why you can't just start cranking out standalone right. batman movies like like uh like graphic novels right. and like or- interesting people come in because it's not like you know People don't know who Wonder Woman is, or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to do the Atom, then yeah, but you might like, have to explain. But piece. even then, no superhero has an origin story com- so complex it couldn't be done in the opening credit sequence, and then you can move on <laughs> and do the movie. But yeah. it's like it's like you know, if these characters are in fact old school, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Captain Marvel, like like some of these things that are just so Shazam. yeah, mm-hmm. like even a uh, uh, Green Lantern. Why try to do it now? Why mm-hmm. not? go back and kind of do a Captain America thing yeah. or or like uh, Superman Red Sun where it's like completely alt and let it be I feel like that's why Guardians of the Galaxy did well because nobody really knew what they were getting into. Yeah, I absolutely. And I'm hoping that eventually we get there. The problem is just that Marvel's making so much money. Warner Brothers is just viewing it as a business opportunity. Right, it's right. as simple as that. But yeah, I mean, I think they own the fact that Warner Brothers has all those properties. They should be taking advantage of it yeah. in more creative ways like that. That's how you take advantage of it. There's no. I think it's Lego it. that pushed it. If anything, Lego is the kind of people who are like, we're just gonna do whatever we want and mm-hmm. make whatever we. We're Lego. Because we're Lego. Lego mm-hmm. human centipede. <laughs> that, oh, they could. Lego misery. <laughs> <laughs> like Lego is like the Single white quote female? unquote like Apple of like building blocks. They just like yeah. we can, <laughs> <laughs> they can make we make whatever we want. We can make whatever we want and charge whatever you want. Have you been in a Lego store? Yeah. Those things are crazy. Well, I have a little Lego me. I went in there and Chase was, you know, oh my God, take me to a Lego store. I'm like, okay, let's go in there. And I was like, I remember Lego. It was so cheap. It was like 10 cents for a block. I went in there and I was like, oh, I'm about to pull out a mortgage to get one of these, one of these sets. Holy we snack. bought little Lego. Uh, I didn't buy a damn us. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy a damn I left that store so quick. My wallet was yelping and I had to chase after it. It's too much. Yeah, it's absurd. Because it's plastic. <laughs> but, um, all right, so... But ne- it has branding. It's a good point. Can't <laughs> argue with that. It's all on right. caps. Lego! Lego. <laughs> I hear they go on a retreat to think of new blocks. Guardians. What? That sounds amazing. Yeah, they all go... They have an island. They all go like, to... They, they have an island? A Lego a island. Is it made out of Lego? <laughs> no. Absolutely. Wait, are we Man talking like different island. block sizes, or is it just like people sit there and be like, we should get... A cloud block. This know. property... 
It's a bit of both. They yeah. take the entire team, the entire company, and they all go to an island for like, I guess, maybe close to a month, and they just a month on they're, an they're island. The, they're the creative team, right? That they're sounds like ninety percent drugs and alcohol, ten yeah. percent figuring you, you, out. You, you actually stuff. you figured it out. We like, need a purple block done. <laughs> That's right. it. They go there and they are considered the Lego creative team, and they just live in this island for a month and think of new things. Do you think their island next to like Google's island? I believe and they Apple's all island. have a, yeah. they have a circuitous island for everybody. And Everyone. then there's one island where they can get together and hang out if they the want. Party the, island. The party probably island. That's the probably where the Bermuda Triangle island. is. It's just that's why we can't find it. Yeah. They, they put mm-hmm. their islands there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Red Bull. So, I hope so. I would be on that island. Did you so watch quick. the Behind the Lego thing on Netflix? Is this where it's coming from? No, I, it was a news article when they were talking oh. about where they come up with their ideas. Some homeless. It's Lego. No, they they. They see themselves as a very premium product, and they have a very specific way of how they come up with different colors for so, their shapes. So, <laughs> Brendan, can we get an island? TDM can we, Island. Can, can we at least rent an island and go? As, okay, he, Let's go as a retreat. He, he said we can. You guys heard it. Brent, uh, Brendan said we could rent an island and go as a And here I was thing. saying I shouldn't get we need journalism. Cody yeah. Okay, no, so I should have stayed out of journalism. Yeah. If I have to stay here. You're the junior. He Cody. doesn't have to stay here. He's going to be our cabana boy. Guys, guys please. So we, any more news? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on, please. But, it is, but it, is, it is worth noting, though, that like with the resources that we have versus the resources LEGO have, our LEGO, our island retreat will just be like the other desk on the other side of the <laughs> office. We'll be going there. This um, is true. You can still dress as a cabana boy. Though, so <laughs> fine. Um, all right, next up. Uh... Yeah, so there's going to be a new Harry Potter movie. What? What? Yeah. Okay, that sp- came out of left yeah, field. Yeah, it's a spin-off set in the universe. It's called. It's going to be called Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's going to be J.K. Rowling. Sounds like a porn. Yeah, they came out of like an encyclopedia <laughs> yeah, or something. J.K. Rowling encyclopedia. Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. Wait, so it's it's come you know out about of this. I- yeah. I knew about the encyclopedia. Yeah, it's come out of that. J.K. Rowling's written the script. David Yates, who did the oh. last four movies, is going to direct it. The last four? And Colin, Colin Farrell is going to star in it. I'm sorry, what? Colin Farrell is going to be in it? Yeah, he's going to be in it. And it's going to start shooting in a couple weeks. That's oh. what, so it's going to be Colin Farrell going around finding these beasts. That's of... all I know. They're being very secretive Sounds about it. Sounds like it's a video game time. Will yeah. Harry Potter be oh, in there? Nope. No. It's Harry apparently like set in the twenties. Yeah. It's like same what? universe, but completely disconnected. It's is it be titled oh, Harry cool. Potter? No, you already no, called the title. Totally, Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's just within the same universe. Because there's a, an encyclopedia that I actually think they do use in the books, which I guess this is going to be that guy writing. Yeah, and the then she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd watch it. Something like that. I get like rolled as a doll. I'm on board with it. It's a fun universe. I would watch it. I like the universe, but they didn't explore it in like those middle three that were so boring. Phil, what would your Patronus be? My Patronus? A yes. gummy bear? It'd be... <laughs> um, mm, My spirit animal is a gummy bear. I think... That's not a real animal. I think my be? Patronus would, would probably be... Uh, pro- probably like some form of roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. I think that's a past animal. I don't think you can yeah. use a dead animal. It can't be dead. It's got to be alive. All you right. can't summon yeah. a dead animal. Maybe a zombie animal? No, I'm going to go... I'm going to... Then the wombat. Oh, that the wombat. Yeah. Brent, what about you? I think that would be Mario in the raccoon suit uh, mm-hmm. because oh. it makes no damn sense and yet it flies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Cody? Mm-hmm. Banana protector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mel? Probably just some sort of bat. Just Actually, just you know, I'd probably just be like, yeah, just a very big, scary looking bat. Okay, like fair bats. enough. I was going to say raccoon, but then Brent came up with Mario in the raccoon suit. So he was like, oh, fine. Forget Yoink. it. Mm-hmm. I think mine's would probably be a mongoose. Yeah, I haven't thought this snake. out. You apparently you've thought this out. No, I I, I actually mm-hmm. have really weird moments. Where I, I would just be think Batman. Actually, it would I, don't be an some, I don't think you can. I get summon Batman. Patronus. It's magic. You, I guess that's true. 
I don't know if Harry's dad would approve. Ostrich. You would be an ostrich. I feel that's appropriate. Ostriches are awesome. Yes, that's that's actually that's like one of my goals. I like like, would get lost a lot. If, <laughs> by the end of my life, I haven't at least attempted to ride an ostrich. Oh, are you a surprise one? Just jump on its back? Yeah. Then I'll just feel like I wasted my it's, life. It's gonna be man dies in ostrich cage <laughs> at Toronto yeah. Zoo. You know what? One day Hi, I'm Mark. just gonna show up in this office riding an ostrich, and you guys I are just gonna be it. like. Man, Cody, we were wrong Cody, about you. Life is not. I tweet it. Throw a banana life is not like Donkey Kong Country, despite <laughs> what it might seem. It closes, you just get one of those costumes where you have the ostrich legs and the face. <laughs> I've seen life. those. You should get one. And you, can, and you can live the dream that way. Yeah. I, I would. I could see this actually really happening in your lifetime. I would tweet it really quickly, and yeah. then because I'll die. Almost. Boy, yeah, dies. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this is one of those moments you have to catch <laughs> because you know if you put it up on YouTube, it's going to go viral. Well, the thing is, the ostrich put its neck down and run really quickly into like a spine, and the uh, just takes. You know what? Well, I no. just feel like it would just turn its head around. And the ostrich, ostrich yeah, would yeah. never let Cody on him, and he would never be able to find its back. So it's not a problem. <laughs> you get lost. Mm-hmm. I want you to love ostrich me, ostrich. ostrich. Cody always gets lost in every video game that yes, we play. Yes, Brent's not privy to this. He so. every video that Cody does, he somehow manages to get okay, lost. Even it's when because, it's okay, straightforward. We well, no, we play with like the lot. sound off and everything like that. And that I doesn't have any effect on how you get stuck in a room. There's actually one. Uh, let's play that we did. One where, out of like um, six. Sonic was the only well, one that you know, were able to get through. I don't edit all of them. Um, I didn't play Sonic. Um, oh, that explained The Vina did. And, That's why I didn't get and, lost. And, and yeah, no, the, I can't remember who edited it, but she was saying that we, uh, that like you could hear the, the noise telling me mm-hmm. where to go, and I just, I couldn't hear it because we had the sound mm-hmm. all the way down. Yeah, that's okay. adds into direction in games sometimes as well, especially like shooters where you know, yeah. like they reuse a lot of textures or whatever, well, and you are like, I've been here. No, you haven't. We should do a let's play. My, my yeah, yeah, or let's get nowhere. We yeah. can call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's let's, let's get go. lost. That's oh new, my goodness, I would watch that. New concept. I like. <laughs> it. I th- what was it? Was it Dark Souls? What was it that you got lost for an hour because you couldn't? Thief win? wasn't it? Thief? No, no, it was, it was, he got lost in Thief like half an hour. At least the classic Thief games were easy to get. No, these are the new. That was Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I didn't get lost. You couldn't res yourself for an hour. That was no okay. With Thief, I couldn't res it. With Thief, it was Bloodborne. You couldn't. I couldn't hear. That was another one. I couldn't hear myself, so I would step in the water and they would notice me. It was so funny. Oh, okay. Don't give me that. You couldn't res Bloodborne. yourself, though. For Bloodborne, Bloodborne, you were trapped. Bloodborne, yeah, no, Bloodborne, I was trapped. For an hour. I was just like, Cody, yeah. look it up. And he looked it up. That was before it came out, too. So, Phil, are we yet. done for news? I have one last one. Oh, awesome. It's my favorite. Oh. Um, <clears throat> uh, so Netflix has struck a deal with Christopher Guest to do a mockumentary. It's been 10 years, almost 10 years since he's done one. Yeah, you know, like Waiting for Guffman, oh, Best no, in no, Show. I'm, just, uh, I'm surprised that Netflix is getting on this train. Yep, no, well, they're, yeah, well, they're just trying to do everything now. So Christopher Guest hasn't done anything in almost 10 years, um, but he's one of the funniest people in the world. And yeah, he is going to be doing a mockumentary, presumably with his old yeah, cast of characters, upset in the world of furries. Awesome. Oh, which I could not be more excited I about. Thought this would make I'm actually very surprised that you're excited. I, I thought these kind of topics made you uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it's just uh, tentacles. It's hilarious. No, this, no, it's just tentacle sex. We've been through this. I mean, it bothers me. Of all things, it's tentacles? It's, it's tentacle and animated porn. I don't care for yeah, that. Yeah, hentai, like tentacle. Those actually go pretty much hand in hand. But the yeah. whole furry thing, you're not, you know, you're, you're, not, you're totally... I'm not sure hand in hand is quite anatomically <laughs> yeah. correct, but <laughs> something like that. Hand in tentacle? I think it's yeah. hilarious. People dressing up like... 
Like, you uh, think? Oh, yeah, dressing up in giant teddy bear costumes and going at it. I mean, it's funny stuff. I hope you guys don't have a big furry following because they s- will correct you in a very furry way. Oh, I know, I know. It's not always I bet sexual. You there is but I did see there, 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 is, there is some sort of mild furry community in my neighborhood because I see them around every now and then. And what? I did, yeah, I see like people dressed up in. I've furry worked suits. for many furry. Yeah, actually, and I yeah. and one and one night I saw a group Maybe of like. I just don't understand these things. Like I never see them. I'm yeah. an artist, though, and I ended up working as freelance for many furries who want their How do you know? Furry- How does that conversation come up? Because I have to draw their art, oh. so they tell me what they want. Oh. And it, I, I ended up in a furry community doing all their art for them and being paid for it. Oh, yeah. Sounds lucrative. It was lucrative. <laughs> yeah. I was in high school, nice so yeah. Niche for yourself. Yeah, it was yeah I, saw, I saw a group of like six people in full furry costumes like dancing down the street with one really creepy guy with a case of beer walking behind them. <laughs> you live in a very fantastic <laughs> he neighborhood. That, he was the one that I was scared of. Are you <laughs> the, other, but the, uh, the people in the costumes, they seemed cool. Do you live in Narnia? No, I live in the Dan <laughs> So Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> Practically Narnia. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait. There's gonna be like really earnest interviews with like Michael McKeon in like a big fluffy costume. It's gonna be fantastic. I actually am interested. I didn't. I'm surprised. Cause I didn't think I'd be interested, but I would like to know more about. Wait, the wait, wait. Would you like to watch a mockumentary or an actual dog? I actually. Well, I, I I like understanding the human condition. So the concept yeah, too, of like so, yes. the furry. Yeah. Just absolutely fan- fascinates me. You should watch the the Bronies documentary on Netflix. It is weird. There's a documentary. Oh I yeah, actually, I, I honestly thought too. I actually thought Bronies was a fad, and I realized no. it's a culture. It's a culture. Yeah, a culture. Oh yeah, they're into it. Oh, yeah, I don't understand, but I will, I'll I'll watch a documentary on it because I'd like Netflix. to. Yeah. Wait a minute, like wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't you yell at me because I didn't watch a movie called The Last Unicorn? Oh my you god, don't I understand still why Bronies exist. Brendan bought it on Blu-ray. Oh. That's recently. So much, yeah, like yes, after we talked, after about we talked, it? About Canadian it. nerds love that movie. I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. it, and it's rarely brought up. Oh but I've goodness. heard that over and over again in like the two weeks that I've been here. Last Unicorn. So apparently, we're having a movie night. We're gonna watch Last Unicorn. I've never seen Last Unicorn, so we should watch it. I think look, I feel like. I don't want to watch it until I've seen the first unicorn. Let's do it in order. I don't want to <laughs> be confused about. Um, Sounds like a kidding. gateway dragon in the brony community. Is all I'm saying. Uh, it could, I, I, did, I, don't know. I watched Lansbury. an episode or two of, of Friendship is Magic just to like see if I could figure out what the appeal is. Yeah. It's not bad. I find. I mean, it, it's it's a kids show, uh, yeah. but I I do find some of the ponies strangely. Sexualized? So you heard Wait, it what? first. Rental floss is a brony. I am not Here a brony. <laughs> no, but Wait, you're, okay, you're so brony what? sympathetic. Is what no, because they do I, that. I, I try to understand things, even if I tur- it turns Would out. Would you that say I don't. you have bronish tendencies? No. Okay. No. Maybe so, broish, bro- but not bro- okay, okay. Is 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 friendship and magic? Is it kind of like an adult, but in a kid sort of like SpongeBob no, kind of thing? I think it started as no, just a kid show. No, it's very much people for kids. realize that oh. it's very friendly and accepting, and it promotes things that people of all ages can appreciate. I don't all understand ages. why. Yeah, like I, I don't quite get the obsession. The thing is, my brain goes straight to nasty, dirty, or or otherwise uh, kinky stuff, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely not. But I don't get it firsthand. You know what I mean? I've like n- I've know. actually never seen. I w- <laughs> I might actually watch an episode or so. Like. I oh, just, I just want you know, to. I, I, I might. I, like, I see you turning into a fan. Brony. You think so? I, I, not a brony, at least but a outward fan. brony. 
Is there action in, in there? Is there life lessons? Are there grow like? Are, is yeah, there I always teach you character life progression. Life. Like, like, yeah, yeah, but like sure. for children, yeah. it's like you should share your snacks at lunch with the poor kid. Like that's <laughs> right. it's it's like the midway point between like Yo Gabba Gabba and SpongeBob. It's not quite as funny and adult as SpongeBob. Because but SpongeBob, it's not... I could get because SpongeBob had like adult jokes that went over the head of kids. Absolutely, but adults got so Absolutely. that I, I like clued the Muppets, in. Yeah, yeah. The Muppets. Yeah, they used to do that all the oh, time. Oh, maybe I never caught on those. Jokes, SpongeBob but... has a stoner appeal. Yeah, whereas like. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And again, I only saw the first couple episodes, and of course, every brony on my Twitter feed is like, oh man, you gotta at least give it till season two. And I'm like, I'm not gonna watch 79 hours. I have no idea. But like, I'm not gonna watch all of these episodes just to like get into a culture that, frankly, no offense to bronies, but like, I don't need another embarrassing thing (laughs) to play down. Um, The end. It just, I don't know, it just reminds me of one of those things that may have, like, I remember. My Little Ponies when I was a kid. I, I remember that there was a show dedicated to it. So yeah. is this like a sequel? It's or did just it, like an Or a continuation? Or yeah, this completely yeah. new universe? Yeah. Reboot. 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 Yeah. Reboot. Okay. So I remember My Little Pony. It's for Pony. new kids, right? It's like, song. It's it's like not Sailor, afraid to it's say It's like Sailor Moon Crystal. It's a reboot. Oh. Oh. Well, that, 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 I, I didn't go. like that. I didn't <laughs> like that one, but... But that's the comparison. Okay, fair enough. I don't want to get started on Sailor Moon Crystal. I love Sailor Moon I know you do. And that's what makes me so sad. All right, I guess we're done in the news. That's it. That's it, unless you have your... No, I, I went in that moment to jump into my eSport minute. Do oh, it. yeah, let's but, do it. Uh, do no, it. jump do into it. something else because my computer went locked up, so I can't Okay, release. so Cody can tell us about the Sonic Tell us about something, Cody. Yeah, well, I feel bad because I wanted to show... Show Ben. Uh, the yeah, I wanted to show him. We're in a podcast right now, so well, you can't I really... I can't really show him, I know. But, um, yeah, so this thing has been kind of going around. It got really popular. Um... It's called the Sonic Dreams Collection. It's nightmares. It's yeah. It should be the Sonic Nightmare Collection. It's just, uh, it's Arcane Kids. They're, um, I guess, a studio. Uh, <laughs> he sounds so sure of himself. I don't really I know. Guess. Okay, so the 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 whole idea behind the game is that it's like all oh, these lost um, Sonic games that never never released and they. So it, it's it's pretending that these games existed. Yeah, yeah. but they okay. don't. So I'll um, say like. Sonic, your roommate, ninety nine. So you're supposed to that's an actual yeah. version. Um, but okay. yeah, so it's there's like a Sonic creator that like barely works. Um, there's uh, there's one called Eggman's Origins. It's supposed to be like an MMO, but you try to play it, and it says you don't have a Sega Net connection. Stuff so like that. This is like high satire. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so not, not or what about the one where you can make a porno? That was my favorite. Yeah. So then the the big one is there's like a like a camera game, and like it starts <laughs> so off. <laughs> I'm fine with tentative porn, say, but this disturbed me. Sound, it's, it started off sort of innocent, where it's like you have a camera and there's like this little kid playing in like his front yard, and you're supposed to record him. You have like all these different speech bubbles you can put up. I don't know if that's innocent um, though. You're just some weirdo recording. Yeah, my first, my first instinct was like, this is gonna go into like some horrible places that I'm gonna get arrested for. Um, but then you keep going, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. There's like a prom after party where they're all at a hotel and yeah there's a storyline to this well i don't know there's like a kid and then there's like the prom and then there's the next one after prom is they're at a hotel so i just assume the hotel rooms where i checked up yeah i don't like where i checked in i was like i don't like where this is that's how hotels work yeah (laughs) you go you go into the hotel room and like tails is just passed out yeah i saw that i was like "Mm." Um, and you have a camera too yeah you have a camera yes um and there's a couple speech bubbles in the other room one says uh, I'm lonely, and the other one says I'm horny. And you look, but forward. you made that one though, didn't you? Though no, no, you just you can pick up speech bubbles and put them wherever. Oh, 
Um, yeah, they, they're already in the yeah, game. Yeah, they're already in the game. Uh, and you look over at the bed, and there's, like, Knuckles, Shadow, Rouge, Rogue? Rouge? Rogue. Rogue. Um, and I, I think that was it? Yeah, the three of them just on the bed. D- or the closest thing to sex that like you could rolling. do in this game. They're rolling yeah. around and, like, hearts are spilling out of them. <laughs> that's what sex is for me. I don't know yeah, that's, that's, that. yeah, that's just it how just it is. It just rolls and hearts come flooding out. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's not all the hearts. Okay. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it just, gets, it, just goes, it just gets weirder and weirder. Like, there's one where, like, Sonic's in a hospital, um, and he's, like, pregnant. And you like pull this thing, Empreg. Like, yes, stuff falls onto his stomach and it shoots out of him. And like the last thing to come out is tails. And then there's the is there any one. redeeming qualities to this game? It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh my god! Like it's mildly funny, and I'm sure if like I think the entertainment comes from knowing what's going to happen and showing other people. Like showing Brendan was it was fantastic because he was just like this is so weird. I hate this. And then Melanie was just. I was like, she, I, I have th- to come over and see what's happening. I don't think she's going to, like, come back from that. And, like, she came after <laughs> I finished playing. I closed it. She was like, no, I want to see it. I'm like, okay. This is what you're yeah, getting yourself into. Yeah, that was, uh, that was probably a mistake on my Oh, yeah. Topic. And then there's the My Roommate Sonic where you uh, you tickle him. <laughs> um, and then you pull off his shoe to find a gross human Wait, foot. So, friend, if you're sitting on a couch with a woman and she tickles you, Oh, pull. I love this story. If how this she story's pulls beginning. off your shoe, that's where she starts. I mean, okay, actually, I don't think it's appropriate do you being tickled by a woman, I, I, I don't like being tickled in, in general, but um, it's not a good idea to just take off my shoe willy-nilly. Yeah, uh, you just, you just Maybe pull I've been it walking off. around in that shoe. Maybe... Maybe it you smells. know. Yeah, I'm just saying. You Do know, you shoot coins out of yourself after someone Typically takes your shoe no, off. Typically, no, but you know, it depends on how the night goes. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if it's Toronto, these tiny little. I I honestly am just waiting to like. I, I've lost so many of the streetcar tokens. They're so tiny. I'm like, is one in my nose? I didn't know. Maybe. Maybe right, I actually, here's a question one. for you. Maybe this is completely off topic, but here in America, do they? Do you guys keep your shoes on in the house? Uh, typically, but there is a culture. Uh, sometimes Asian people, but not always, where people, it's sort of, they'll call it Asian style, where you leave your shoes at the See, door. That's, that's, that's what Canadian we do here. Yeah, that's that's what, what we do. all do here. Yeah. That's why I had to ask. Because yeah. like, the whole shoe None thing, is, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some, some I feel, I feel like the chances of you stepping in dog poo in your socks are <laughs> Yeah, but in your shoes, like, I'd guaranteed. say one in ten people I know do that, but then, Take like, off their shoes or keep your shoes on? In the house, they have a rule, like, one in ten. And then maybe, like, but oh. when it's raining... And you're like, especially in New York, we're like, you know, everybody's been walking, so their shoes are wet. Uh, you know, you come in kind of soaking. Then you take your shoes off because okay. they're trudging in. Or like snow, you know, snow like has that mm-hmm. nastiness yeah. on it after a while, and you just got, you know. Yeah, it's less sludge and all that Exactly. Stuff. I learned something today. Yeah, see, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I noticed that yeah, in television small shows, cultural someone difference. said that, it, that, that, that that's no, what they, they do. They actually do. The I didn't Canadians, know that. when you go to someone's house, I, always, I instantly take my shoes off. Oh, my God. Off. I get, you get Even if we tell people, you can leave your shoes on, they'll still take them off. Nope, take it off. Yeah. Because you don't know what you stepped in. Weirdly, you go to a big party, you just see, like, is there, do you guys have, do you guys have carpet? Yeah. You guys, we just got carpet last year. It was an <laughs> exciting. Sure. It's uh, carpet, right? Like yeah. carpet. Yeah. I don't know. It's no, like <laughs> it really comes down to like what kind of per- like like in New York, a lot of apartments are hardwood just because they're okay. three war buildings. Suburbia carpet, as far as right. I can see, not not always, but there's going to be some carpet or a rug in somebody's house in suburbia. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like 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 carpets, not a not a. 
surprise or an outlier. Yeah, okay, I just wow, that was a really roundabout <laughs> way of describing the state of carpet in the United States. A lot of a lot of the listeners are gonna be like, "Wow, Dragon's very ignorant about everything." <laughs> <laughs> Dual carpet Bible Belt. What the hell? Listen, I there's Kentucky a ma- Fried Chicken. <laughs> Do you guys have bread in the states? <laughs> Wait, you so guys don't have ketchup right? chips, yeah. so that's, I weep for you. You have to look hard for them. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. weird. And all dressed is the Canadian. Food. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, it's as opposed to like little, little nude. Tuxes. It means, yeah. <laughs> it means that they like put all the flavors on at once. So it's ketchup plus barbecue oh. plus salt. And there's something about our, our, our Smarties isn't the same as yeah. their. Correct. Ours is a sugar-based sour candy and yours so is more you, like we call them M&Ms. rockets we call them rockets here and you guys call them right smarties this is a weird, or something there's a there's a few things like your oreos are disgusting well there i mean, he is re- disgusting we invented it what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have any perfected sugar. in canada <laughs> <laughs> words that are never heard anywhere <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe maple syrup maybe poutine oh yeah, poutine. poutine oh Delicious and maple syrup. We do have really awesome maple syrup. Yeah, Brendan has like six. Cans. And the Indian food up here is great. At That's least surprising. as good, if not better, than than New York. I think it's because maybe this is my theory, right? Because Canada is still an English Commonwealth, right? This like, is true. So we we still worship the Queen when she comes by, right? Yeah. She's on the money, and like yeah, you know, UK here. and India, like there's there's a pretty direct uh, line. I see. Commonwealth, Captured right? Them. Right. <laughs> as opposed, yeah. Well, I mean, and and. Found out about butter chicken. I'm just saying, like <laughs> deliciousness. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Colonialism mm. has winners and losers. Oh, I'm really. I'm, I'm no, yeah, no. I, I'm asking. No, for I think this for de- your podcast even. No, I. Uh, I would love it. We would love to get some hate mail. If you have something to hate on, I, you. We, uh, that's I not even what, the worst thing. I think that's that we got said, one hate mail. Yeah. It was the best one. We got hate mail from jail. Uh, my favorite. Apple and uh, it was a handwritten letter to us. And I don't know if it was hate mail though. It was kind of like he thought we were trying to control him. Oh yes, never mind. Oh, really? And the, the best part of that was that he took the time to like scratch, not even with pencil. It had to have been like I don't know what, but his like, fingernails. It might have been like his. Uh, okay, never mind. Oh, we're not allowed to talk. About it. <laughs> you really? I thought you you I brought think, it up. I think, yeah, I think we've already gone down the road. Go for you it. You guys really should have told oh, me about this because like I've been putting all messages into my so articles. He, for he a thought you were trying. Time. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. He thought you were I'm trying done. to. <laughs> <laughs> best podcast ever i just moved away from the mic so i wouldn't have a chance to interrupt because i'm so good at it i was just saying he was afraid of you controlling him um Um, he's in jail yeah he's a murderer we looked him up on so like a guy that like his whole day is itinerized he's typically behind bars or behind a barbed wire fence yeah but he can't deal with being controlled. Fuck that. <laughs> By a magazine. That yeah. I'm not sure how he gets. <laughs> right. Well, um, he's probably mentally ill. Too bad. Mm. Hope he gets some help. Yeah, Jack and Shoes. That was a fun morning. Shoes. So, yeah. Um, Cody, I'm going to take over and we're going to do esports stuff. Your game boy. You're going to let me do eSports? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I can't let you touch my baby. That's not how that works. But what we're saying, we're saying if you like Sonic, don't go and play Sonic Dream Collection because it might scar you. No, totally life. play it. Everyone should play it. Best game ever. All right. That's what we're saying. Listen to Cody. Okay. And if you hate it, send Cody your hate mail. Yeah. Cody uh, Orm at Cody Orm. <laughs> yep, just tweet him. Oh, God. Give them my, my professional account. Oh, yeah. like, tweet at me. Cody, you tweet at, your address? At Cody underscore Orm. I definitely wanted to tweet your address. All right, no. so <laughs> time for the esports minute. How's, <laughs> how's the Adderall doing in the esports oh world? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let me tell you. Adderall so story. ESL has officially adopted ESL, being the largest esports uh, organization in the world, 
has adopted the same drug policy as the Olympics. So oh essentially, you cannot get high now before playing in their tournaments. So this is a big deal. This is a big deal for a lot of players because tournaments, they use the Adderall. Well, not even just that, because tournaments is a time for people to not not only to have fun and like enjoy. It's serious competition. Don't get me wrong. Like it's absolutely like when I played in tournaments, it was a hundred percent like I'm going to focus on it. But the night before, you get together with your friends and stuff, and you have a little fun. You do. You have a bit of fun. You practice. You do. You you know. You practice. You warm up. Whatever. But a lot of times, let's let's not kid ourselves. We do go drinking. We you know smoke up whatever and. Then we go play in the tournament. It's just so much more fun that way. Of uh, and now you can't. ESL has deemed it not so. Not at least, like you can like if you smoked up prior or like after the tournament, that's fine. But while the tournament is occurring, you cannot smoke. A pot. Be high, essentially. You cannot yeah. be high. But what about Adderall? Adderall, that's they've they've already said yeah. no. To, that this is a, this is a cascading effect where originally they've said Adderall is a no, but now pot is in the crosshairs because someone's like, well, if you're gonna ban that, what else will you ban? And they're like, well, I'm glad you asked. Okay. We'll also ban pot. We're gonna ban God. short pants. You can't wear so, short pants. I think cocaine is still totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Esports just got significantly more lame in the last. Yeah. Like, ah, well. After 18.4 million, you can't really. It's just one of those things that it was bound to happen. You just can't. Is it all because that one guy acknowledged the Adderall use? You know, my favorite part of it, it was literally supposed to be super calm and they were dismissive about it because he was just like you know what yeah Dude's totally like oh crap oh absolutely i'm, I'm sure it up for i'm sure a lot of the csgo community this which is where it's, it's it. originated yeah. where it was a very casual interview if you watch interview it was something very casual and the interviewer was like wait hold on what <laughs> he's like yeah yeah we totally are all we're all on adderall during mlg oh. and stuff like that and they're like or during esl and uh the interviewer was like oh oh okay now we know. Cool. Now we know. And basically, and then people are like, what? what? Wait, did he just admit it? Uh-oh. And that so. interview is like, yes, I got everything Oh, bad. man, he imploded. Like, his his channel just exploded because of all that notoriety. Because yeah. this has been nonstop. And all the backlinks to that video were ridiculous. But it was gen- and it was done in Montreal when the interview was happening. Because it was during um, the ESWC, which happened a couple, couple of weeks ago, where he just, you know, Casually, just interviewed one of the CS:GO teams. Oh, that guy just cries himself asleep at night. Like, well, I don't know. Like, he was very much. He was very dismissive about. Like, it was like no big deal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we totally do. But it. now, because of the interview. Okay, let's let's be clear here. Like in these esports, we've all known it. It's something we've all known. We've all acknowledged, but no one talks about it because yeah. at the point when we because it's been esports has been around for a little bit more than fifteen ish years if you count. Um, some of the King of Kong stuff. Like, people have been using it to compete a long time, but no one could do anything about it. Like, what are you going to do? That was the original thing. Like, what can you do? Yes, someone took out Adderall. You're going to yeah. make him pee in a cup? Is that what you do? Pull him aside? Pull him off the computer? Make him pee in the cup? But now it's obviously esports has become more mainstream. It's become more, there's a lot it has more a, attention. Yeah, it has a public, it has the a public paying attention yes, now, right? the public's yeah. paying attention. Before, we, you know, we carried our computers and no one gave, they branded us as nerds and as, as yeah. lepers and they, no one gave a crap about us. But now we're winning 18.4 million. Yeah, Everybody yeah, got to pay attention. Yeah. CNN is just all over us. So, yeah, now it's, uh, that's, it's unavoidable. Adderall so, yeah, gate. pot, no, no pot in ESL um, and no Adderall and presumably any other drug that falls in that line. So, so lots of Red Bull. No Red heroin. Bull. I would ban this? Red Bull personally, but that's they're one of our primary sponsors. So 
you know, kind of can't. You kind of can't. They're kind of yeah. paying the bills. And Monster, right? Monster and, and yeah. Red Bull are the number one and two sponsors in terms of the energy category. Yeah. So. so you can't get water at an esports game because uh. the big can and Monster. The funniest thing is they fill a lot of the, East, the, the, the Red Bull cans with water because players don't actually drink Red Bull during those tra- oh, they don't. yeah, it would be disgusting it, to drink that much it, Red Bull. Well, you'd crash, yeah. and that would, it actually probably has a negative effect on your That's games. That's very true. So most of them, like, who are sponsored by Red Bull and Monster, carry, like, cans, mm. but it's filled with water, turned, obviously, to the camera, yeah, but yeah. it's filled with water. Are there water bottles have, like, Monster on it, or yeah. Red Bull? Or- what a microcosm for how things get like gentrified with ads. You know what I mean, like like ads and 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 like companies and sponsorships kind of pour in. Like the idea of water in a Red Bull can, <laughs> the most impractical container for water. But yeah, it's kind of a beautiful little metaphor for the whole. It's thing. It's one of those things where they they pay the bills. They're like, sure, you gotta. We're flying you. We're paying for you to go there. So you gotta put on that logo. Yeah. Right. So it's it's like NASCAR. <sighs> just as bad oh my goodness i have i have a love-hate res- relationship with sponsors personally um they're a necessary evil 100 percent necessary for es- esports would not be where it is today obviously without things like nvidia and intel and their gracious gracious money uh by the way nvidia you can tweet me at at draconis if you want to send me some uh but you know all those those particular those sponsors they make it happen and but they have demands they are can be pretty. Well, they're trying to sell a product too. Yeah, they are, right? And it's unfortunate that they can be pretty kind of stuck up about it. But not offense to any of my sponsors. I love you. Um, <laughs> the sponsor Drake and Brendan and put CGM water bottles all over the place. Yes, yeah. yes. Fly me through tournaments. Let's make him shave CGM in the back of his hair. This, okay, this we'll just got you, intense. We'll give you bus fare day. <laughs> What's it being called now? E L G X E G L X or E G L X? Yes. We'll, we'll give you bus fare to EGLS. Oh, my goodness. It's so generous. I'll, I'll make a sign for you to hitchhike. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, this is all this eSports money. What am I going to do with all this money? How can I hold all this this money? I'll even make you some homemade energy drink, but I won't tell you what's in it. Homemade? <laughs> bootlegging energy drinks in your basement? Yeah, it's mostly you. Bathtub, bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a little bit of support. Nope. Just like morally. Nope, sorry, Cody. That's the best we can do. (laughs) All right, so next on esports, speaking of sponsors, this is funny. uh, Since we were talking about sponsors, um, Kingwin, which is a particularly major sponsor. uh, One thing you everyone will need to know about sponsors and companies in esports: there are some that, as much as esports is doing really well, since you know, like any sort of amazing thing that's growing, there's a lot of people who jump on the bandwagon, and sponsors and organizations are, are are. few, or not few, sorry, there are many of them that just come in and then implode because they thought they could ride the esports wagon, they can make the next esport, or they can sponsor the next big team for the LCS, and they find out it costs a lot of money and you need to have influence. So, Kingwin, which is predominantly very similar, I don't know if anyone knows about G2A um, mm-hmm. in this group. So, no, G2A is a. Sh- Actually, I shouldn't say what I was about to say. G2A, <laughs> G2A <laughs> operates in a gray area. Of where they will buy CD keys um, from poor and developing countries for games, and then resell them in rich countries oh my. Uh, for a markup. And then people who have CD keys, whether from gifts or Steam, and can resell them. So if you get a Steam card or you know Steam CD key, you can resell it on G two A. Kingwin is the equivalency. Is another another uh, part thing, just similar. So, anyways, that's the business model. 
incredibly shady, in my personal opinion. Um, anyways, King Gwyn has decided to pull all their esports sponsorship, which is since funny because King Gwyn sponsors a lot of teams, two sp- Counter Strike teams, um, and several tournaments, and they've decided to do it in quote unquote uh, corporate restructuring. My hope this is that this model, which I think is crazy shady, is being finally dismantled, and King Win is just the first sign of that. So, King Win has pulled all its esports sponsorship quietly. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't make any corporate letters or say we're pulling our sponsorship. Suddenly, these CS:GO teams are like, "We don't have any money. <laughs> Where did that go?" So, that's just one. Uh, we'll see if G2A lasts. Uh, I personally am not a big fan. Uh, Scavengers. Have you ever have you ever thought about selling your CD keys? No, I didn't think that was a thing. Neither did I. What about you, Brent? Have you ever thought about selling your CD keys? My CD keys? You're I, like you're talking about like on my old copy of The Sims. Like I technically, mean, you're not supposed to, but some people do try to pass it. So there is a bit of there's a level of like not yeah scamming. Let's go with scamming. Right. Where a scalping because, it sounds like there's a well the, the business model is scalping, but mm. other people can sell their CD keys. Technically, you're supposed to sell unused CD keys. So if you get like a Steam gift card, someone gifts you a game, you're like, oh, I don't like that game, or maybe I have it for a console, you're supposed to resell it. So the premise is sound in the sense that, oh, I have a CD key. I can just resell this for a couple of dollars. Um, but what happens in reality, someone's like, just use the CD key, throw it up for two bucks. <laughs> it sounds like selling the ROM of, a, of an old Super Nintendo game and being like, well, you own a backup, right? Oh, of course I do. Okay, good. Like, well, that, that, well, that's it. It's, it's, it's actually exactly like that in many ways. Thanks, um, I'm out. See you guys. John, G- G- I am. G2A practically uses what's called G2A Shield, uh, nice. which guarantees that if someone does scam you, they'll give you a CD key no matter what. Uh, but you have to pay for that shield. Uh, a dollar. Also, if you don't pay that dollar, you, you can get. If you get scammed, you're scammed. Oh, that's horrible. Well, that's yes. really shady business practice. That's it's why like, you're supposed to pay for the dollar. All I can think about is like Neelix from Voyager. You know, he used to scam. <laughs> Whoa, deep we just cut. Jumped, we just jumped in there. <laughs> I love where this is going. Here we go, nerd. Okay, let's do this. What, Neelix. What about him? Well, when they find him, he like scavenges his parts from other ships and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. kind of like. Um, you know, you think it's supposed to work, but it's most likely not. I thought we were going to do a whole Alpha Quadrant, Delta Quadrant thing. I was going to say, on. did he scavenge that super 90s apron that he wears? In oh. No, no, one? I don't think he did. Maybe the <laughs> oh. hat, though. Okay, the yeah, the yeah. chef hat he has? So, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's the news on that with Kingwin. Next up, um, Halo 5 decides to go with the teen instead of mature on their oh. ESRB. Interesting. Yes. So the reason why they can... Okay, so what we, you know, that normally this doesn't make any difference because for a kid buying Halo 5, they're going to buy it no, matter, buy it no matter what, so it's quite irrelevant. What so is like, well, what does M mean? Yeah, so essentially it for sales it means absolutely nothing. What it matters for is their esports initiative. Since they're putting $1 million towards their next Halo tournament, they want to make it accessible to as many young minds as possible. So teens. Teens, so teen having it for people to be able to participate online in their Halo championship that they're pushing microsoft is really going crazy now uh, which is funny because they had a huge following with halo 3 and they just sort of let it fall to the wayside they're like this esports thing ain't going nowhere let's make halo odst and oops. strip out everything and then they're like yep that's it they're like whoops <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that so now with 
obviously other games extending their life cycles by a large margin with esports. Halo's like, wow, we got to do that too. Microsoft putting up the one million dollars uh, and putting this uh, putting their game as teen, which will open it up for a lot of those 14, 16 year old kids just hungry for that money. Does anyone play Halo here? I played actually Halo yeah. Five when Brendan had on the Xbox. It was gorgeous. Is it gorgeous? Yeah. yeah, I was impressed. Uh, Sixty frames per second actually makes a difference. Hmm. I didn't really expect it. I haven't like I didn't play. I didn't actually play Halo seriously since yeah. Halo Three. But when I played it on uh, the Halo Five, I liked it. The multiplayer is much more polished. It has it's a strong contender. It's no Call of Duty, but. <laughs> Nothing's Call of Duty. We're well, all sad about that because no one likes Call of Duty. I, Wait, I friend, don't do you like, like Call of Duty. Call of Duty? Uh, you know, I really liked the World War II, like, OG Call of Duty. <laughs> and on the Wii U, one of the only ways to do, like, an online multiplayer shooter is Call of Duty Black Ops 2. So, okay. like, I don't hate that, but I also know what Call of Duty is. It's like a conveyor belt of the <laughs> same game with a different skin on it every year for meatheads. No offense to the meatheads. The bros. We like the meatheads. Yeah. We just don't like Call of Duty. Right. No, definitely don't. Like so, what is your shooter of choice then, Brent? Oh man, um, I'll tell you what. I'm looking forward to the new Deus Ex because oh. while the second one in the series sucked, the first one was revolutionary. Third one was great. I didn't even care about the boss battle controversy. Um, and but yeah, no, I, I love I love Deus Ex. I I I feel like any shooter that has a good universe, a good story. Yes. To me, that's, I mean, like, Bioshock Infinite. You barely can call it a shooter because it's just, there's yeah. so much else going on. I couldn't get through Bioshock Infinite. All 13 hours of it? Wow, oh yeah. That was a... I got two hours in and it felt like four and that's it, I'm done. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on how short games can become. Sorry. I just, that was, that was a hot button for me. Short uh, game? No, I, I, don't, I don't like how short games can like, like I, I, I get it. They're, they're targeting our generation who don't yeah, have a I lot of time. And we don't. Hours but you know, he, here's what's great about Bioshock Infinite. It's like a novella, right? You can you can take care of it in like one long day if you really wanted to. But then the next day you play it, and it's like watching The Matrix the second time. Like you're like, oh, <laughs> look at all that did. stuff. And and the thing is that Bioshock One, uh, I haven't played two. I've been told not to. But like when they send no, you on two. some like fetch quest that you know is gonna eat ninety minutes of your life to oh, get God. right back to the door that you can't open that you're already at, like I, I kind that. of find that stuff to be uh, sawdust in the meatloaf. So the fact that with Bioshock Infinite they didn't send you on tons of like filler fetch quests. They just made it like a tight, lean thirteen to fifteen hours that you can play over and over again. I felt like I actually appreciated that and. And I'm like, okay, how much does it cost to go see a two-hour movie? Exactly. So I always compare games to movies. Right. Really, though? $24 to go to the VIP. Yes. Or $13 to see a regular movie. It's like, wow. You spend $64 on a AAA title. I can get But if you divide it by hours, you're getting a better deal out of even a 13-hour game. Yeah, and, and yeah. I also feel like if the like medium's going to expand and more games are going to come out, I don't like the idea. Like I can only play like so many sixty-hour games in a year, yeah. right? I don't know. I prefer I, I have prefer more the... variance and get to try more. No, things. I like I'm like a, I like the big deep experiences yeah. in terms of uh, if I'm paying seventy dollars for a game, <laughs> it better be like worth I my played. Time. Mm. I don't know. I well, played I played Alien Isolation. Loved it. It was 50, like fifty-six hours of of love, but yeah. I loved it. it. Absolutely, that was worth your money though. That's oh for my sure. god, yeah. I. I Weezed every dollar out of that game. I really want to play um, Until Dawn, but I'm stuck because I know it's a full price game. It's an adventure game, and I was like, I don't can't. Oh, is that it? I love adventure games. But it's I, like seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. you know what? Like, I uh, just played the Game of Thrones game, and as much as I loved, ga- I love Game of Thrones. Like Forty bucks. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like the total, the whole season is 40 bucks. Um, So it's reasonably priced. But that's what I mean. Like, if I'm going to get a game that is going to be like, you know, 12 hours, more or less, I would like to, I would like to pay $40. I'm fine with paying $40. It's the 64, like in Canada now, it's like 70 something because of our dollar. So when I'm paying 70 X plus dollars. For a game that's only 13 yeah. hours, I'm just like, mm. Well, I have a feeling that Until Dawn is not going to be that long because it's an adventure game that you're stuck in a haunted house. You know, like King's Quest. I, yeah. I want to play King's Quest. I'll play King's but Quest. It's, it's just but for a night, so they're really going to stretch that into like 12 hours of gameplay. Well, I and then so. I have to pay $64 for it. I decided I, I, I want to review it, and this is my way around it. Is that. <laughs> <laughs> Here you have it her first. It's like, yay! Now leveraging her, her position exactly. to get what she wants. There you go. Oh, no my one goodness, does Mom. That. See, I just played, I just for the first time played um, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, and you did, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I just booted so it up. I played, played it for an hour, and I was like, wow, games have fallen from a very far uh, position because that game had some deep, like, actual mechanics. It had a solid. I've heard it's nothing but good. I, I, I've only played Knights an hour, and I was Republic. raving about it on Twitter. I was like, I, I'm impressed. That might be my favorite RPG ever. I only played one hour, and I was like, this game has let me do more things than I've played in games that I spent more money on. It let me, you know, customize. I, do you remember when you used to put on armor and the armor would actually change? Yeah. Like, like, I know some games like The Witcher and that do that now, but there are a lot of games that, you yeah, know, they can't, yeah. people can't be bothered to change your, your actual outfit. So, yeah, that was, that was my impression of KOTAR and uh, my feelings so toward it. So good. Oh, everything I, I'm about excited. that game is fantastic. The, the dialogue story. doesn't the dialogue doesn't quite hold up to the times, but the rest of it does. But I'm at the same time, that. you have to realize that game came out in like what 2000. Oh, that's why. I, I, yeah, like it, I the, judge it by that what was, it was revolution. That was one of the the first big games that let you make choices that actually affect the world around you. Does it? Yeah. Are you just doing the math? Oh yeah, no. The way kinda. the way it, the way it works is like the, the characters that are in your party react to how you act. Oh, I should probably so, stop being an asshole in that game. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're gonna you're gonna come across characters that if you're being an asshole they'll be like yeah that's awesome i like that oh well yeah. good i like this game already also best robot in video games ever is in that game hmm. okay so my last Sorry. piece of news um <laughs> which i will bring up is the international we're still talking about it still very important uh if you don't know about it you, all you have to do is turn on your tv pretty much every major news outlet in the world decided to report on the international it's so funny because we've been here for so long and we being people in esports. Um, and only now is CNN and ABC and all them decide to say, video game player wins 6.6 million. Oh, video game player. Turn, Canadian turns his hobby into, into $2.2 million because one of the players is a Canadian um, who won the international. Evil Genius took it, taking it over China, 3-1, three, three, which is actually very important since China has normally won a lot of... China, Europe. North America generally is a very weak country in terms of esports in most games other than shooters um, where we play second next to Europe uh, but we won the international which made North America the or evil genius I should say the number one team in the world at Dota 2 and winning the largest prize pool. This puts Samil the youngest player who's 16 when he was put in the Guinness World Record as the youngest millionaire to play in video games so Samil uh, is now 
made more money than every one of us maybe combined. I don't know about you, Brent. I don't know anything about your figures, but definitely the rest of us. Oh, no. I, I'm like a 10,000 heir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, you know. I'm sure the guy running the concession stand made more than I made. <laughs> I'm sure of it. So, yeah, Samil has instant millionaire. Um, obviously, he's a kid from India. And he got moved over to North America because they did really well last year with their money. He moved his entire family from India, moved to North America so that they could he could train with his team. <laughs> train. <laughs> they spend a lot of hours doing what they do. I know. Uh, it's just funny. <laughs> I, I just pictured, like, you, you know, like you watch, like, the montage in Rocky, all the different things he does to train. The, the montage for this would just be... Uh, you, you, uh, uh, believe it or not, believe it or not, though, for actually for the top players, they do a lot of things to keep their body and mind in top. I position. suppose so. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah, a lot of Adderall. Do, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So I should say the top players that don't do Adderall. So like but, reflex training, that sort of thing. They actually, no, uh, especially in in shooters, because it's a lot of reflexes. They do a lot of training, workout. Their coaches make them because there's a lot of money online, so yeah. you can't be sluggish. They actually don't drink a lot of energy drinks. It's because you have to be responsive, especially for Twitch games such as um, uh, CS:GO, where even a second, a microsecond of uh, and you can't be on energy drinks when you need that kind. You, of that's when you need you need to have focus. Yeah, you so can. it's actually it is a misconception. They do play six. Don't get me wrong. They do play seven to ten hours of just like playing, but on the side of it, that they, they they have pools. Almost every major team has two pools for their teams, their players to swim laps. Really? To, uh, yeah, every major team. Because they have pools? They, oh, abso- absolutely. Trenton, Every- I need to keep my body and mind sharp. Can we have a pool? <laughs> so this perception of, like, couch potato gamers being, like... Because I, I personally, I don't, like, sit there and watch a lot of esports. I'll hear about it. But yeah. I don't, like, tune in, right? So I don't really know what I'm picturing here. But I would have pictured more of, like... You know, couch potato guy sitting there. Like, Absolutely. Oh, as opposed to. Fit, like, that, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. A lot of them, are, if you look at the Call of Duty rosters, a lot of them are all buffed. They're, yeah. It's because they work out. They, you ha- well, you have to. They're buffed. They're, they're fit. They're tr- yeah. like, they are the bigger guys, but they're actually rarer than you would, you would think. And that's, and, you know, that's the perception. The perception is because you have to spend a lot of time sort of set it, you know, just being in your chair, you would imagine that a lot of people in esports is, are bigger, heavier, set. And they're generally, you know, out of shape and and in bad health. But it's the exact opposite for the top players. Not like mid-range to semi-pro is probably more filled with that. But the top absolute echelon of of players are all pretty fit and and work out pretty consistently. Yeah, it's, it's just necessary, right? So... Was that your esports like ten minutes? That's that was my esports ten minutes. Sorry, that's good. <laughs> nugget of the day. Actually, since we have Brent here, we're gonna ask Brent about rental floss. So you're rental floss. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait until the podcast. Hey, we're gonna end with Brent because he's in. our guest of honor. We could close out the show. You put on the best last. So right? I'm not doing a movie this week. No, sorry, honey. <laughs> I feel like a, right. like a monster. <laughs> They're like, All right. This yeah, yeah, final fine. interruption. Your review will be on the site, and you can talk about it's it fine. next week. Perfectly we... fine. Mel has spoken. It's okay. I didn't get to talk about Gabriel. Perfectly fine. Week. It's Perfectly fine. fine. Sorry, guys. Next week. Yeah. We gotta we gotta move for Mel's schedule. Come on. Go. Yeah. And we've been talking for like an hour and. She bit. needs to meet Felicia Day. Yes. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, rental floss. Yes. What do you do, rental floss? Well, um, my main shtick that I'm known for on YouTube is I take video game music. Some of it is classic. Some of it is contemporary. I add lyrics, kind of like Weird Al, but a little sexier. So um, you're, you're Weird Rental Floss? No. Okay. No. Well, I mean, yes, but 
but no. Uh, but like, for instance, I recently took um, a tune from Mario Kart 8. That's a very contemporary one. A couple before that was Ocarina of Time. We, Dr. Friend, Mario. Yeah, Dr. Like Mario is a classic of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, like, you know, if there's a tune you love from uh, particularly a Nintendo game, you do Mega you Man 2? Uh, Mega Man 2 is my second ever. Nice. Um, I've done a couple Mega Man 2s. Um, mm -hmm. Do you the, like the opening one? That's my favorite video game theme song of all time. Yep, I've done the, the title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Title and the Dr. <laughs> Wily stage. Uh, I also did a Dr. Wily stage co collab with a band called The Megas. Sweet. Um, it's called Gotta Run, Be The One. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I've been doing this for about seven years. It became seven a full-time job five Jeez. years ago. And... Um, yeah, so if you like video game music and video game humor, go to YouTube and uh, Google Brentalfloss. I want to know, are, are you actually like a singer? Is that, did you just, how did that work? Did you just suddenly decide to sing? So I was in boys choir and musical theater growing up, but I was never huh. like formally trained. I kind of learned to sing in the car. If you go back mm -hmm. and watch like the YouTube videos from 2008 or nine when I started, you can hear um, a much lower level of confidence. I wasn't singing in a, bold kind of brash take the stage kind of way but there now, just came a point where like when people are paying money to see you live you kind of get a little bit i don't know where exactly it happened but it reminds me of like if you find john tron's hidden early videos uh, or somebody like you know took the hidden one like they, they re-uploaded or something he's much more tentative he's not quite as loud and brash he's and, not as sure of himself right and i think that even in my singing you can hear that early on whereas now it's pretty much I, I I know my range and not just my literal you know up down range but also what my voice can do what kind of instrument is that a bit of a mastery I guess you kind of mastered yeah well you know it's it's like on the one hand doing different kinds of music each time like I'm gonna do bubble bobble and it's gonna be bluegrass I'm gonna do ocarina of time it's gonna be Broadway but at the same time if you only have this one instrument to work with it's like the mastery of my own voice is kind of like mastering a clarinet or something like you find out all the different stuff it can do but it still is a very finite uh little little bubble in which you can work he leveled up dragon i, I noticed He's do you leveling. do any preparation before each of your your stuff like voice training or like um gargling bath salts or something no like when i do a live bath show salt? i don't know Isn't that stuff that you eat people's faces <laughs> off with no yeah i oh, do yeah. a lot of yeah. uh heroin <laughs> and bath salts and i inject molly into my eye before i uh, <laughs> no um what i typically i just like try to not uh smoke anything or drink anything the night before a mm -hmm. show try not to over caffeinate um Stay more or less hydrated and not like, you know, if I go to a convention, I try to sing early on in the con. Because so you can get drunk later in the con? <laughs> that's actually absolutely true. But also, Especially if Julian's around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My friend Julian, he is a party animal at cons. But like if you go to the whole Friday of a convention, you're on the vendor floor. And the whole Saturday of a convention and then that Saturday night you sing, you're like, when you're me anyway, it's like, wow, I don't, I just, I just spent two days talking over the din on a vending floor and didn't realize that I was like not supporting perfectly the whole 16 hours of that. Mm. Now I've lost my voice, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so it's tricky, and the style is not, you know, it's not metal. It's not, it's just kind of like, it's, 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 it skews musical theater. It skews um, almost like old school Broadway sometimes. I heard of some acapella. That was nice. 
Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, the Ocarina of Time video and the Super Mario Land videos that I do, I team up with Demon Tomato Dave, who he does his own acapella arrangements. I wish I was better at that, but the only thing I've done like that is a barbershop quartet for Bioshock mm. Infinite, which was very challenging but rewarding. Have any of the people that like wrote the music gotten in touch with you? Or yeah. Gotten, yeah, I'm friendly with Christopher Tin, who did the Civilization for uh, uh, Baba Yetu. He's a really sweet guy. <laughs> I um, love Sam, sorry. Me too. I, me too. I love Civ. I put so many hours in that. That's oh, actually man. the game I put. He lit up and got warm. I love. I, I when I watch video games live and I hear B- Baba Yatu, I always like get goosebumps all over. Number one, I've put more hours of that game, more hours of my life into that game than any other game Same. ever. Same. Um, number two, you should check out Civilization with lyrics. It's a little older, so it's like I didn't see it on your channel, so I, w- I would have definitely picked. That there's like for it. there's like a playlist of like seventy of them now. I've uh, been doing it a long time, but we'll just like put them on tomorrow in the office. I hope so. Oof, oh, start from the beginning and, and go. go backwards, so that like by the time they get too old and too misogynistic and or <laughs> I mean like it was play misogyny, but it was 2008. I was from Texas. It was a different time. <laughs> Don't hate me. I've come a long way. You're forgiven. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did a song about how how Tetris was made for women because they don't they, they like need a small learning curve, and it was it was a different <laughs> time. It's two thousand eight, and I was I thought sexism could be funny in a way that now I'm more afraid. Well, to it do. got you <laughs> famous. Well, Twitter Twitter it's wasn't true. so predominant then, so I imagine. Yeah, well, I, and I was I was very new to New York, but I had lived in Texas my whole life, and that can really have an effect on somebody. And now I'm, I'm more balanced out and more mm. honest with myself about a lot of stuff like that. And it was like received well. So at the time, at the time, sure, it was sure. well very because. Well, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. I think because YouTube has always been dominated by uh, male, male nerds, <laughs> and that was helpful for the like to dislike ratio. Um, but uh, yeah, one in five dislikes. Well, well, that was back when they had the star system, actually. So it was oh like God, a four, a four and a half. Oh, the stars! Yeah. So you've been on YouTube for quite some time, then. I think I signed up in two thousand six. I had my first video that had any kind of hits in two thousand seven, but the first video game lyric video was summer of 2008. So, like, when it says on his forum, like, occupation, it's just YouTuber. Like, he's legit. Of, of course. I would, I would imagine he said he went professional, like, five years ago? Yeah, yeah that's when it became a full-time thing. So, okay. do you have your own island? Can we come and visit your I, island? I do not have my own island. Although, although island? a New York one-bedroom apartment is about as expensive as an island. So, um, is the YouTube, the YouTube millions actually not a myth, or is that a, is that a real thing? Here's the thing. I know you obviously can't. <laughs> well, look. Like, I have a very unique business model. Most of my income is actually the digital music sales. If I was living off just my YouTube views, I would have to live much, much cheaper. And all I mean by that is not in New York City. Um, (laughs) I could, if I was like, you know, in a, living with a couple other people in a, in a apartment in Mobile, Alabama, I could probably afford to live off just my YouTube revenue. Don't visit him in Alabama. Um, But uh, yeah, yeah, stay away. Um, no, but like basically, there are YouTube millions to be made, but my business model is not that one. If you want to do that, you need to be either vlogging or somehow coming out with weekly content every week, very specific. Um, my thing is more, uh, especially these days, come out with a really great song that people will buy the MP3 at least oh. once a month. And when they go buy that MP3, um, that supplements the view count. And so instead of it being all about cranking out stuff constantly. YouTube's kind of like your distribution kind of thing. Then. Exactly. It's, it's not it's, about Right, it's the money. way that people find out about, found about you. He's uh. quality, not quantity. Typically, I try to be. Although, over the course of seven years, there's some low-quality stuff that made it through, <laughs> trust me. So what's sort of your... 
this is I don't know how when I started interviewing you, but yeah, <laughs> I was just like, what's what's your advice to somebody who's like, I want to go and start my own YouTube and start singing and dancing, okay. running over cats. Is it starting two thousand eight? Um, well, that's <laughs> that's a, a very machine. astute point. Is yeah. that it's a very saturated market right now, so. Here's Everybody I, and their cat wants to be the, a Because I'm asked this a lot, I have a little lecture that I have oh. developed. Oh, I knew it. Here's a pre-planned lecture, right? Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I developed this little mini lecture. It's about two minutes long. Here it goes. Everyone, and this 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 is um, this also extends to all creatives, but YouTube especially. So we're all, every one of us, creatively speaking, an incomplete kitchen. We have a certain combination of I got a spatula, but I don't have a rice cooker, and you've got a blender, but you don't even have a spoon, and like <laughs> also, you know, maybe like a certain combination of spices or flavoring, seasonings, maybe some things like I've got eggs, but you've got milk, but it's all, everyone's is very incomplete. You only have so much in your little creative kitchen. The trick, specifically with YouTube, but I think with anything, is Figure out what thing can only be made in your kitchen. What is the thing that only you can do? Because if you can do something just as well as the angry video game nerd, and then you do what he does, well, it's like, great, you're a knockoff of him. You want to be the first you, not the next something else. Mm. So He's thought about this so much. No, no, I love this. perfect little speech. Stop interrupting. I want to hear this. It's really good. So, so... (laughs) Figure out, and it takes some soul searching, and it typically takes experimentation, and it takes making something that sucks and going, okay, it's not that. Um, Because, like, you know, the video that I made that started this franchise that is now my career was, like, my 27th video, and I was shooting wildly in the dark. Yeah. Did you get discouraged going up to 27? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I didn't look at it as investing in career path. I looked at it as a fun hobby uh, and, and a way to blow off steam from my other collaborative work. It was, like, a way for me to be in control of what I was making. So I stumbled upon this, but now looking back, it's like not, I didn't succeed really until I combined something that was unique to me, which is like musical theater, comedy songwriting with knowledge of video games. That's a pretty unique combination. And I think everybody has some unique combination, but I feel like whatever is completely unique about you, that's what you should find a way to put into your YouTube brand and arguably any artistic endeavors you pursue. Oh, Thank I want to. Can we clap on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very. So, I, now go watch my inspiring. dick and fart YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> so if Cody starts a YouTube channel, it'll just be like dropping banana no, from great getting, distances. No, it has to, to be see him getting lost. Works. That's unique for yeah, him. That is getting lost. Just yeah. getting I like lost. That. I'd watch really it. Really good at that. Getting lost. Yeah. Getting lost. Getting lost. I would watch that. Get lost with Cody. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. Yeah, that's kind of like what I do. All right, one more question for Brendan. Yes. If you could collaborate with anybody, who would it be? Me, Barack Obama. Oh my really? um, no, <laughs> it would probably be Ben he Folds. Be, he, oh, really? I write a lot of songs. Even like when I write original songs on the Breno Floss channel, a lot of them are okay. Two of them so far are absolutely in the style of Ben Folds. One's called Zidane to Vivi. It's an original about Final Fantasy IX, and one's Ooh. called The Ballad of Jeff. And it is not original, but it is a lyricization of the Winter's White theme from Earthbound. And both of them are absolutely written in a Ben Folds 5 or Ben Folds style. So to get him to like collab with me on an album where I could write songs that I feel like would be good for his voice. Um, and this is like, you know, this isn't YouTube collaboration. This isn't yeah, like, this hey, is I should... anything, yeah. Right. Um, I feel like that would be super cool just because having listened to him during some really formative years of mine, I feel like, uh, his voice, ch- you know, channels through me sometimes, <laughs> and to complete that loop would be super rad. 
That'd be awesome. Can All I, right, ask, so we'll can I uh, ask one question? One last question. We have to wrap. Oh, yes. oh okay. No, nope. Nope. it's wrapped up. No, no, go on, Dragon. Dragon. I was wanted to know, do you ever get writer's block? And if so, how do you get through it? Um, I do, but typically it's because I don't like the game that I'm trying to make a song about. Or I do like it, but I don't know what's funny about it. Um, so often with me, it's like figuring out the, the, the overarching gag of a video. Right now, I'm working on an Arkham Knight video, and the joke is, isn't it great that Batman has this code where he never kills anybody, and then it cuts to all the people that definitely die in Arkham Knight because, like, you're running over them with your tank mobile. You're, like, your tank you're is fine, shooting concussion fine. rounds at them. Hmm. You're Toward the end of the game, you're, like, freezing them and shattering them into bits. Like, that guy didn't make it. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's the, con that's the overarching joke of that one video. But until I found that, you know, writer's block for me is, like, what's funny about this? What's... Where is the human condition in this thing? Um, and sometimes it's like women like Tetris, and sometimes it's Dr. Mario is a horrible doctor. Um, but the writer's block happens when I'm just not finding uh, an angle that's funny about a particular game. And what I usually do about it is change games and, and go on to something else. All right, Mark, you can end it now. Thank ask you. Me uh, we're sorry that you didn't get to hear about Phil's movie this week. I'm oh, sorry, no one Phil. cares. Phil it's true. saw the man's <laughs> uncle, the review, who was on the site, so G-Mag on Yeah, it's fine. I don't, I, I, you know what? I didn't have much to say about it anyway, so I'm actually relieved. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We actually helped you. Yeah, there you Here, go. you know what? You I are welcome. I'll do a real, I'll do, here's my entire review. You ready? Yes. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, you can it's read. It's okay-ay with dots in between. Mm -hmm. You can read Phil's slightly full version, longer version than that. Slightly yeah. longer version on yeah. the website cgmagonline.com, and of course we'll have our free code Friday. So come over to our Twitter to look for our free code. We're also running free a contest codes. right now for giveaway DVDs of Hot Pursuit. Phil, did you see Hot? You know what? I don't even want to know what hot you saw that. Hot Pursuit. Which one's Hot Pursuit? Got again? the chick from uh, Modern Family with the. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Mel just mimed boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did see that. Um, yeah, a, a free copy is a great way to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, make sure you enter that contest because get what you pay for. It, yeah, <laughs> and of course you can follow us on Twitter. Dragon at Draconis. Phil at that Phil Brown. Cody at Cody underscore Orm. Brentel at Brentelfloss. Brendan is BFI26, and I'm Kicks and Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N-Chaos. You can also follow all our social media at Facebook.com slash Comics Magazine, Twitter with CG Mag Online, Google Plus, Google.com slash Little Plus Sign CG Mag Online, and of course the YouTube channel and Brent's YouTube channel. Yeah. Also, also Brental Floss, mm -hmm. I assume. Very easily Googleable. So just Google Brental Floss, and mm -hmm. you'll find everything and more that you didn't want to know yeah. about Brent. Is, is, that is anyone that? ever following uh, on, on Google Plus anymore? Is that a thing? No. Okay. No. Is guys. that related to Brendel Fly, by the way? Is there um, You know, it's funny you ask. Yeah. The Fly is my favorite movie. Oh, it's a great flick, yeah. But it was just like in 2004, before YouTube was even a thing, yeah. it was just like a funny mm -hmm. AOL screen name that oh, I okay. used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by funny, I mean just sort of vaguely punny. It would yeah. be a lot more clever if I were some paragon of dental hygiene. I'm super not. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, yeah. But, so you're not but a one day I'll be Brundle Floss. One day. I think that's it for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> a little Thanks Easter egg at the end. end.